Welcome to Self-Published Success, a show catered specifically to the innovators and entrepreneurs who sought creative control over their titles, chose self-publishing over traditional, and found overwhelming success in the process. In this show, we will introduce these risk takers and ask them a variety of questions. Why did you choose self-publishing? What were your results? And most importantly, what are some secrets to success? Self-published success is designed to get your creative juices flowing, to get you energized and excited for the road to authorship ahead. So sit back, grab your trusted pen and notepad, and get ready to gain tips that will help you along your own self-publishing journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Self-Published Success, a show that highlights forward-thinking authors who chose self-publishing over traditional and found success in doing so. My name is John Feldman, founder of Visionary Literary and your host for today's show. Our guest today is Don Markland. Don is the founder and CEO at Accountability Now. He's also a sales, revenue, and executive coach and a business strategist. As a coach, founder, and contributor to Forbes, Debt.com, and others, Don has helped many companies on their path to growth. He is also the author of The Four C's of Accountability, Unleash Your Inner Hero. And today, he's going to help you to remain accountable on your writing journey. Don, welcome to the show. John, thank you for having me. And I know you've got a ton of questions, but I want to tell you how much I love your podcast and the place to have a voice for, you know, aspiring authors. When we, back when I first started my first business and we got the, I had the first idea to write a book, there weren't podcasts in, you know, the late 2000s. So you had to go to this place called the library. I don't know if anybody knows what that it is anymore, but that's where you had to go and figure stuff out. And I mean, even then it was the early days of Google. So it wasn't, it wasn't all this content. And the fact that you do this, uh, it would have changed my trajectory, being able to hear mistakes from so many other people and go, okay, don't do that. Don't do that. So thank you for having this and this, um, you know, I don't know if people realize the work you put into creating this and I appreciate it very much. Well, we appreciate having you here and definitely you, you make a very good point there, the mistakes. So obviously the point of the show is to highlight um, all the good that's been done and, and kind of tips and ideas for aspiring authors, but learning from others' mistakes is, is so important too. So excited to have you here. There's so much more that goes into what I just mentioned in that quick bio. So Give us a little 90-second overview of you and your background. Yeah, so um, I uh, got into entrepreneurship and authorship and things in a backwards way. Now, out of true fairness, I, I mired in British literature in college. And so I, I mean, I'm a Charles Dickens and Shakespeare fanatic. Uh, it drives my wife and family crazy how much I reached Charles Dickens, read all of his work, most of it three or four times. Like I just wow. love and my kids when they get in trouble, like when they get grounded, you can stay grounded as long as it takes you to read a Charles Dickens book. And that's true. So my kids have read most of Charles Dickens work because when they get grounded, go read David Copperfield and <laughs> that'll take them a long time. Right. And so yeah. um, that's, that's our method of punishment. We give them Dickensian work. Uh, but I, <laughs> Was I was a corporate guy for a long time, and then uh, it was when I was in corporate America when I came up with the four C's of accountability. It was a personal mantra for myself to understand my life better, manage my life better, and and 
uh, and it changed my whole life. I lost 70 pounds. I started to be wow. more successful in the way I managed and led people. And the business I was with, we ended up growing to about 50 million before I moved into a startup, my very first startup. And I was a co-owner of that business, which we grew to about 2 million before we sold it. My wife went through a battle of cancer. And when she went through cancer, it was accountability and the four C's that got us through it, helped us realize that. And now we live here in Florida. This one we live in Utah, but now here in Florida, you know, we've used it when I worked in other businesses and I helped grow a financial services business up to 89 million before we sold the private equity. And all of that, Came, that was when I was chief revenue officer and co-owner. All that came because of the of accountability. And my first day at that financial services business, I stuck, I like tattooed the four C's on the wall. So everybody had to learn it. And it was from there when I started writing for Forbes and other places that people started reaching out and saying, Don, we need accountability in our business, in my life. I needed my marriage. And so we started my business, which I do full-time now, accountability now. And we work with individuals, leaders, and businesses, not just about accountability, but about growth and sales growth and operations growth. And, and it's been wonderful. And this is a shameless plug, but we were named by Inc.com to be their best in business, top five management consultant company in the country last year. It was a big win for us. And Congratulations. And it, thank you. Uh, none of it would have occurred if I hadn't sat in a break room back in 2000 and. Uh, six and said, my life is not where I want it to be. I need to understand accountability better. And I wrote on this little notebook, which I still have the four C's of accountability. And that's, uh, that's how my life changed. That's actually what I was going to ask you. I wanted to hear the story. There was so much in that and how accountability and the four C's have changed your life. So I wanted to hear that story. Like how did it come to you? So you were sitting in that break room. Where where did the four C's, where did they come from? Where did they stem? Great, great uh, interview question, by the way. That was a great lead-in interview question. Awesome work. So um, I'm, I, at the time, I had three children that were uh, under the age of six, right? So we had young kids. Hmm. My wife and I were married. And I was, like I mentioned, about 70 pounds heavier than I am now. I was, I was a big guy. And I'm sitting in this break room in Rock Falls, Illinois. I just trained about 500 call center agents on some different sales and stuff. And I was sitting in there. I was, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the amazing restaurant Taco Bell. Yes, you've heard of Taco Bell? I think I, I um, think I have. Yeah. So <laughs> I was sitting in there polishing off probably my second chalupa. And look, I don't eat chalupas anymore because I try to be a little healthier. But they are the greatest thing on planet earth right there's a reason i was so heavy and as i was sitting there i had um this moment where i realized my life wasn't where i wanted it to be i couldn't hold my employees accountable we weren't growing i i felt terrible i did not like the way i felt my energy was bad and i needed what i called later i learned i needed clarity that's what i needed really clear brenda bruchard the author and coach, he always talks about clarity and I needed that. And so at the time I carried around this little quote notebook because this was the early days of smartphones. And so I didn't have, now I have all my quotes saved on my phone, right? Yeah. But back then you actually had to go analog, right? You had to have, you know, paper. And I would write around these quotes and I opened it and I was looking through it. And I came across a quote by a guy named Bob Proctor, 
where he said accountability is the glue that ties commitment to results. And like I that. was like, that's, that's super awesome. And so as I sat there, I thought, how can I get more accountability in my life? Now, at the time, I was still in sales and marketing. So I always thought in a marketing concept. And as yeah. I was going through it, I thought, okay. And I came up with the four C's. I thought it was marketable. I thought it was cool. But it was never about I was going to ever write a book or sell this thing. It was, hey, I need better accountability in my life because I believe the thesis. If I can improve accountability, I can accomplish anything that I want. And that ended up proving true. I've been able to sell two businesses and, and uh, you know, have a great life and have a very successful million dollar business now, um, all because I started to focus on what accountability was, how it works. That's awesome. And I love to hear that story too. It, it's not necessarily rags to riches, but like where from where you are now to where you want to be, you found the path and you continue on that path. And it's been since 2006, that's still a lot of success. It might seem like, like what, 17 years, 16 years, like it might yeah. seem like a long time, but it's really not. I'm sure that 16 years has, has flown by. Your kids are probably older now. And, but yeah, you, you're, you I have, have a son yeah. in college. I have a daughter that's going to be good in college next year. And yeah, like we'll be empty nesters in three years, believe it or not. We're, oh my goodness. Believe that. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is. And that's for anybody listening is, from the bottom of the mountain, it feels like it's a long hike. And when you look up and you go, wow, I'll never get to the top. Just like last uh, two weeks ago, my wife and I were in Scotland and we hiked Arthur's Seat, which is this enormous, very famous peak in, in Edinburgh, Scotland, Scotland. And I had that same thought at the bottom. I've got, I've had two knee surgeries. So as I sat on the bottom, I looked up and I thought, and there's no way I'm going to get up this thing. And then I was not put my head down and let's just go. Let's just not stop. Let's just keep going. Mm -hmm. And we did. I slipped a couple of times because I'm clumsy and I got mud all over me. But before I knew it, I was halfway. Before I knew it, I was three fourths away. And before I knew it, I was standing at the top, looking over Edinburgh and realizing how beautiful this was. And that's the same journey for anybody. If I want to write a book or if I want to yeah. get it published or whatever it is, don't look at the bottom and look up and say, well, there's no way. Of course, it's hard. It's high. Yeah. Just put your head down and keep plugging. I love that. Congrats for, for taking that risk and for, you know, even with your knees going up there and seeing that that's a <laughs> once in a lifetime visual that, that, you know, traveling is something that we all want to do and to be able to, to do that, to be there and to, you know, push forward. Um, good for you. So accountability, you hold yourself accountable in many different ways, but you're also, you're, you're kind of spread thin with your time. So you, you've already multiple businesses you've already had, you've sold some, you're still doing this and you're contributing for all these different sites. When it comes to, there have to be days where you're like, Oh my God, I just can't do it. I'm tired. So many different excuses that you can put into your head. So when it comes to everything that you're doing, like, how do you, how do you keep yourself accountable on a daily basis? Um, all right, let's do that. Let's, I'll talk a little bit about accountability, okay. uh, of how that works. Um, and we'll touch a little bit on the four C's uh, so everybody can understand it because that's how we live by it. So the first part is where, and I got this wrong for years and my whole life changed when I got it right. We oftentimes think accountability is only applicable on the mistake. And 
And you think about our vernacular as a human society, we say, oh, you better hold them accountable, right? You better you better go hold that person accountable. I need to be held accountable for when I screw up, okay? And that is not accurate at all. Accountability is only being responsible for the, every decision you make, intentional every decision you make. Hmm. So I want your listeners, myself, yourself, everything, I want to be held just as accountable, if not more, for when I do it well and I do it right, as I would for the mistake. And that's where we miss. We, oftentimes, we, we beat ourselves up really well. Yeah. You do that. I do that. My wife does. Everybody sits there and criticizes themselves to death. Yeah. But then when they do something well, they don't do anything on it. I want you to look at when you nail something. I want you to be all over yourself on it. Like, oh my gosh, how could you do so awesome? How could you crush it so well? Same language, accountability applies to the decisions you make. And when you start from that premise, everything starts to change. And you start to do more of what is right and less of what is wrong. I love that. Just on that. And that's just the philosophy of the four C's, not even the tactical initiatives of the four C's, but that overarching philosophy. I've seen that introduction change sales teams, change individuals, change marriages. We have a whole life coaching portion of our business where we work in relationship coaching, um, anxiety, bad habits, those types of things. And that introduction concept, I've seen people, their whole life changes when they get off and go, wow, I've, all I've been doing is beating me up. And I didn't realize I was doing so much well. I'm going to hold myself accountable so much better now. That is funny because you mentioned at the beginning there that accountability has always seemed, we, we hear it as like a negative, be accountable, be accountable, but you, you're, you're, you're bringing this sort of energy to it. That is, that's positive and obviously transformative. You're saying that it's changing marriages, businesses like that. That's absolutely incredible. So to be able to just spin that it's the same word, but we're just viewing it in a different way. So we're we're viewing it as it is. We've always been viewing it in the wrong way as a society. Uh, And I'm trying to say, look, you're only looking, you got to look at the whole piece. You have to look at the whole piece. Otherwise, all you're doing is self-lashing and hitting yourself and beating yourself up. That's not accountable. That's misery. Okay. That sucks. That's awful. That's not accountable. That means I hate what my life. And I want you to celebrate your life and love what you're doing. And that's accountability. Are you enjoying today's episode and hearing this author's stories? Just think, a few short months or maybe years ago, this author was just like you. They were an aspiring author with a story to tell, listening to podcasts and reading books that could provide the spark needed to begin their authorship journey. But at some point, they had to take a leap of faith and they had to start their project. That leap of faith is what landed them here on our show. You too can be an author, and one day you can be on this very show, but you need to take that leap of faith. Go to www.visionaryliterary.com backslash free book to receive the spark you need to begin your own authorship journey.
So that's a good point when it comes to writing also. So you're saying that you're like, you get angry. Here's like writing and publishing a book is a very long process. And you know, and I know most people listening know that again, there, there's so much to it. It can like can last weeks, months, years. Yeah. And there are so many days where it's like, if, if you don't sit down after work and write your 500 words, a thousand words, you get angry with yourself. But how, how do you remain this in this new positive accountability, like mindset, how do you bring that into the writing process? I love that we're talking through the writing process because um, so many people have a book inside them or a story inside them or music inside them, Mm -hmm. right? And the first thing they suffer from, and I'll quote Tony Robbins, is they suffer from the shouldas. You should have all over yourself, as he likes to say, right? I should have done this. I should have done this. Who gives a crap? There's no such thing. That's you putting false expectations, right? Yeah. And the first thing to remember about all writing process is perfection doesn't exist. You won't yes. write every day. You'll miss your work. Yes. Well, I mean, when I first tried to write a book, I was so frustrated. It wasn't, I mean, this is going way back, but when I was a little kid, my parents bought me a typewriter for Christmas. Well, Santa Claus got me the typewriter, technically speaking. And I was determined to be the world's greatest author. And I mean, I was like 10 years old. That's I awesome. sat down with this typewriter to try to write. And guess what? Nothing came out that was good. It wasn't poetic. It wasn't storytelling. I was like, this is what I'm writing. I'm terrible. And so no joke, one week after Christmas, I took that typewriter and threw it down the stairs. I said, I hate this thing. I blamed the machine because I was trying to be perfect. And it took me years to realize perfection isn't real. Right. Just and that that's the first thing you have to all give yourself is the concept of grace. And grace isn't Christian theology. It's used in Christian theology. But grace is accepting for who you are and forgiving for who you're not. Right. So you accept who you are and you forgive yourself for the things you're not. I'm not perfect. And that's okay. I missed a day. That's okay. I just wrote something that probably sucks. right that's okay and so as part of the process you said it already and you all you have to do is go google what are the best writing ways to write a book and almost every blogger content piece is going to say write every day yes write every day and that's when i wrote the four c's actually put it into a book form was my wife and i were going to europe for two weeks and i said I'm going to write every day. I, I get up at four in the morning. I'm kind of a weirdo like that. I like to get up early. And so here we were on the streets of Paris. And I woke up at four in the morning. I'd walk out and I would sit on the, the street and I wrote every day. Oh, that sounds and like heaven. Did again, we did it in Italy. We did it in London. And every day I just wrote every day. And at the end of two weeks, it was actually on the flight home when I kind of patched it all together. I had the book. It was done. And and I realized this book was always inside me. I just never prioritized the time to write every day. And now I write literally every day, either on the next book or whether I'm writing for Forbes or I'm writing for one of these other pieces. I write every day. And sometimes it's garbage. Sometimes I write something and it's not very good and I never use it again. And then sometimes it's great and that's okay. 
And even when you write the pieces that are garbage, you at least get them out of your head and you realize like, ah, okay, I thought this was an idea. Maybe it's not something, or it can be a note for later. You can save it in some kind of drafted document yeah. and you come back to it when you have a follow-up thought and you're like, yeah. ah, okay, that is going to That's perform. right. Yeah. Or it's practice, right? Or it's practice. Right. Yes. Writing, writing is a skill. And this is where I took me years to realize it. Right. So my story of writing for Forbes, I'll share this silly story, but when I had our first business, we had this idea. Well, I got the idea. If I write for Forbes, the business will be successful. That's what I believe. So, um, and I thought I was a good writer at the time. So I put together, uh, you know, a thousand word article. I found the editorial spot on Forbes. You can send it in. This is in 2013. So in 2013, I sent them an article waiting for all my glory and all, all these things. They didn't respond. They didn't do anything. Now, I have a habit where I write down my goals every morning. And one of the goals I was writing down at the time was I write for Forbes. I wrote that every morning. And so the next month, I sent them another article. No response. But I was still writing my goals. And the next month, another article. Nothing. But I wrote down my goals every day. I sent them an article a month. Every month in 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, and then in 2018, May 2018, I got an email back. Hey, you wrote about this concept. We'd like to publish this and have you be a contributor. And then we worked through the whole process. They didn't mention the 50,000 freaking words that I had sent prior, but I didn't care. And what I realized was that process, that refinement made me a better writer because I had, I mean, I was writing a thousand words a month and getting no feedback, no nothing. Yeah. So I was having to study online, read online. I took two courses during that time about writing and I made my, intentionally, the rejection made myself better so that I could write for Forbes. That and is some, yeah. That was the diligence. And it was after that that I ended up writing the Four C's book because now I knew how to write. Yeah. I'd been doing it and grinding against it for almost six years. Well, see, that's the business person in you that knows that all of your failures are really just learning lessons. They're not really yeah. failures. You're learning from them. But still to send them monthly articles for four years, um, that's some serious persistence. So you deserve all the credibility that you're getting by writing for Forbes. So yeah. congrats. For every morning it. I still, and this is something your group should always remember, write down your goals every morning. I wake up and I go to the bathroom and then I write down my goals. What are my five goals? And I wrote down every morning. I write for Forbes. I'm going to live that up. Let's go. I write yeah. Forbes. And that's my mentality. I still write down my goals every morning to this day. So how often are you writing for Forbes now? Uh, once a month, I publish something every once a month. Excellent. Good. So we'll make sure that we can um, link those, your articles or your page inside the show notes so that people can go and see. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And even go back and see like maybe where you were, how your writing was in 2017 compared to what it is now. Because it's still, it's always a learning curve, even though it took you it four is. years to get that first article, you're still learning. I'm still learning. We're, we're all still learning how to write. You're, you're absolutely, look, writing is a skill. Very rarely, there's a faint, one of my favorite authors, he's a guy named Stephen King. You'll obviously know who Stephen King is. And his first published novel was The Stand. Okay? And that's too bad because that's his best work. Okay. And very rarely does somebody 
nail it so well on the first go. Yeah. Right. Mo even most authors take them a while. Right. J.K. Rowling, you know, Harry Potter one is nowhere nearly as good in quality as book six and book seven. Nowhere. And that's because of the refinement of the practice that you take in writing. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, don't stress if you're not Stephen King. He's the one of the very few that nailed it. I mean, Charles Dickens, my favorite author, wrote Pickwick Papers was his first one. And that's garbage yeah. compared to Oliver Twist and David Copperfield. Right. So yeah. um, just that's another part of the grace thing. Accept who you are. Forgive who you're not. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And I do like the, the learning curve that comes with um, consistently writing. So speaking of consistently writing, of getting better, you have the four C's out. You have, we were saying before we hit record, but you have two more books that are forthcoming. Yeah, we have one that um, there's a group called Penguin, Black Penguin Publishing in the United Kingdom. They are publishing my second book, What It Is. It takes the four C's. Four C's is a nonfiction kind of straightforward business personal development book. Um, and the second book is called Your Hero, A Leadership Tale. And it tells the story of kind of the four C's, but reimagined so that a guy named uh, Jonathan, okay, funny that that's you, um, but Jonathan uh, is a, you know, works in a business environment and he's struggling to, it's very similar to my biographical story. Um, some of it's a little more fabricated and a little cooler, okay? but That's it's right. just about Jonathan learning the four C's through a series of one-on-one -on -one engagement with his boss as he learns this process. And uh, they've accepted to publish that. That's um, And so, um, uh, and then the next book that we just finished that we're shopping down now is because uh, we spent a lot of time working with coaches and helping coaches build six and seven figure practices. And so our business is a seven figure coaching business. So we kind of teach the blueprint of how to do that so they can avoid all these scams out there of people trying to get coaches and consultants to buy courses and stuff. Yeah. It's literally just stealing their money, right? Don't do that. We'll give you the blueprint and it'll be super easy for you to follow and understand. That's awesome. Well, congrats on all of your writing success, on all of your business success. Um, love to hear all of it. You're obviously someone who, again, you've held yourself accountable and it has it has made all the difference in the world. So where can people find, where can people follow you and find more about you and what you do? Um, thank you for asking that. I would say even before you go to find me, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. If you're an aspiring author, I'm going to give your own plug for you. But um, if you're an aspiring author and you're trying to, you have to surround yourself with positive momentum. Yes. writing is a grind it's just it's just a consistent grind and so that's what's great about this podcast um and being able to use you all to get your stuff published just surround yourself with positivity that keeps reminding you hey if they did it i can do it right success leaves clues so if you're seeing people that can do it that that means you can it doesn't mean you can't that that proves you can do this too so that's a big part of it um to find me the, the biggest thing is you can go to our, uh, I have a big Instagram. Uh, that's our biggest platform that we spend a lot on, executivecoach.don. You can follow all of our content on there. Or you can just go to my name, donmarklin.com, and you'll learn all about our consulting practice. And if you're a coach, you can learn about our coaching academy and, and how we get people into that and 
um, help them grow. And that's, that's some great ways to do that. Excellent. Well, thank you. And we'll put that for everyone listening um, and watching. We'll put it in the show description. Um, and also, like Don was saying, that the writing process is grueling. The whole point of us doing this show is to bring on people like Don who have gone through the process, come out the other side with success um, and want to share that success with you. So if you do, you're, if you're ready to start that writing project, go to visionaryliterary.com backslash free book. Um, get that free book, get started, take these tips that Don has, has given you and, and run with it. So Don, thank you again. Um, excellent episode. Really, really appreciate your time. And we look forward to connecting with you and to hopefully speaking with you again after your other books are published. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, John, and, and wish you, you and everybody else luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Self-Published Success. We encourage you to put the tips and tricks you've discovered in this episode to use in your own author strategy. Please feel free to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on your preferred listening platform. Until next time, continue chasing your vision of authorship success.